called let me, uh, let me ask Damon. Damon, how are you, sir? I'm well. Uh, what, what's the what's the number one thing you pat you guys passed on that you uh, kick yourself in the ass about? Uh, can't say we kicked ourselves in the ass, but uh, we are not happy about it. But uh, he was asking so much money at the time, but it's a company called Ring, and it got sold to Amazon for one point two billion dollars. Yeah, that's what we figured you would say. We're that's just what, that's <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, this is uh, Damon John who joins us. Can I tell you a, a short, quick story first about Fubu? Please. All right. So I'm a I'm a fat white guy, and I did not know what Fubu was. But nor did I really know what Echo was or any any of those kind of hip clothing at the time. And uh, I have a friend named Orlando who is a fat black guy, and he also does radio here in Tampa. And I saw him wearing FUBU, and then I would see FUBU in the store, and I knew it meant for us, by us. I just assumed us was fat guys. <laughs> we are huge fans of fat white guys and fat black guys. Thank you. Because not too many people take fat white guys into consideration when they make cool clothes. So thank you uh, for, for that, sir. Uh, uh, well, listen, we were just talking. I know you got the book. We're going to talk about the book here in a second. But what uh, what a successful show Shark Tank has been. And, I, I you know, Galvin loves it. I find myself watching it more because they show it a lot at different times. I find myself watching it more and more, even though it's kind of like you know almost what the outcome is going to be. It's either they're going to hate it or they're going to buy into it. But but I'm still find myself cheering on for some of these people. What's the, what's the attraction? What what do you love about that show? I think the show I think the show is amazing. Where people say, you know what, I've been making excuses on why I can't start a business, and these kids and women and men and people with nothing are getting up there. They're closing half a million million dollar deals, and they're becoming millionaires themselves. Or it shows you how to help negotiate when you're trying to go get a better job or go and get an investment. Because prior to Shark Tank, how would you have known what a millionaire or a billionaire wants to hear or the questions they're going to ask? You know, we didn't know, the country didn't know what royalties were and margins and clawbacks and distribution. That wasn't common sense at that time because it was only things that business guys like me and other businessmen and women folks. So I think it's the American dream, you know? That's the absolute truth. You really did learn a lot on the show uh, because sometimes they have somebody that comes on them. I and I'm talking about after seasons of watching the show, I'll watch somebody come on, give a great presentation, and I go, wow, this guy's going to be rich. And all of you will ask one question that will predict whether or not it'll be a success, and all of you will turn it down. And I go, but how? But that's, that is one of the things, great things you learn on the show. Yeah, I've learned uh, from watching Know Your Numbers for certain if you're going to be pitching, know your yeah. numbers. But it's also interesting, Damon, to watch you guys talk that business shorthand, the different stuff that I don't necessarily know because I'm not in that world. But to hear you guys do that, I'm like, oh, man, this person's good. They've got, they are answering all the questions that you have, so I know that they've done their due diligence. Well, let me ask you something. Let me tell you something. I wish I could tell you that I'm a genius. I am. But let me <laughs> tell you something. First of all, a lot of times I'm sitting on the panel and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get on this deal and, ooh, I'm going to make some money. And Robert will ask the question and it will expose something and I will learn something right there. And then I'll sit back and go, oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with Robert. We're all, we're all learning. Which shark do you – which one do you respect the most as a business person? I have respect for every one of them differently, and I'm not saying that the mo. Uh, I'm not saying that to act like I love them all because they're all morons. But I have uh, respect for every every one of them in a different reason. You know, 
Robert, you, you heard about the recent thing with Barbara where she got uh, uh, $400,000, got... Um, yes, taken out of her. $400,000. Yep. Right. But wh- what happened was this. When she got scammed out of $400,000, Robert is the top one of the top 10 cyber crime experts in the world. He called her up when he heard about it randomly and said, Barbara, and everybody listening can learn from this. When the money leaves your account, it just, it just uh, you know, visually leaves your account, but it's still in the bank for 48 hours. Do not go to Lloyd's and try to fight this. Call the bank. Seize the dollars before it goes out of your account. And, she, and he got her to not release her 400000 He got the bank to not release her $400,000 because she called the bank, I think, 36 hours in. Uh, and 48 hours, it would have been gone. So you respect Robert for being that kind of guy. And obviously, every single one of those sharks have a certain ability and or wisdom that I respect. But on, on, the, on the most part, they're all bozos and morons. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you guys, I love also when you crush somebody's dreams. When somebody's like, I've been working on this. I spent my grandfather's will money and I'm going to be rich. And you're all like, no, you're not. You're an idiot. Uh, Damon John is joining us. He's got a book out now. Now, listen. This just works out perfect for you. People are stuck in their houses. They're looking for something to do. And this is a great opportunity for people to learn, transform any situation, close any deal, and achieve any outcome. Uh, It's a brand new book. It's out now. More people can use these skills than anything else because this isn't just about business. I mean, this is, you, anybody needs to have these skills to close a deal and on a daily basis. Right, so the book is called Power Shift, and the reason why that I, I wrote the book is because people thought people think generally that negotiation is about the, the hour you get to stand on Shark Tank and that transactional part. But every single person listening to me, or you know, you guys, um, it, it's three parts to it: it's building a, re, it's building influence, and then it's negotiating, and then it's mastering the art of the relationship. And you may say to yourself, "Well, if I ran into Damon John in an elevator." I have 90 seconds of attention. How do I build influence? Well, here's how it happens. First of all, you tell me what you can do for me, how you can add value to me, and where the influence is built is as soon as I leave the elevator, whether I call my assistant or I pull it up, I pull up your social media, I pull up everything else, and I look at what you've been talking about for the last five hours or five years. That's where the influence is built. And then we hopefully do a deal. But I wrote the book also, and I and I put a lot of subjects in there, like Chris Jenner and Lindsey Vaughn and Pitbull and people you may not know. But for an opportune time right now, there's one person that everybody can learn from from this time that we're at right now. Who? Uh, uh, her name is Chris. Her name is Crystal. She uh, she went uh, she went on maternity leave a couple of years ago. She had a preemie baby. She comes back to her office. She says, "I can't give you forty or fifty hours anymore. I have to go home. My, my I have a premature baby, so I want to give you half the time." The boss says, "Screw you." You either work or you get fired because I gave you your maternity money. But in between that time, she learned that the top the top jobs for females in this country are uh, executive assistants or things of that nature because they usually hold down the fort and or CEOs, obviously. And she became a virtual assistant, and she started giving 10 and 20 hours to other CEOs. Uh. So what happened now? She now works for me. Uh, she was doing 20 hours a week and five hours for other people uh, a week ago. And she lives in Ohio, stays in her home. Now she's giving me 35 hours a week because all businesses are closed. And she's giving other people 10 or 20 hours a week. She stays home, doesn't have to wear a mask, makes more money than she's 
ever made in her life and gets to take care of her baby because she put that time in prior to this happening and she created a power shift for herself. And there's millions of people doing that and there's millions of people that can learn from that lesson today at home so this never happens to them again. Yeah, you, learning learning how to shift that power is genius, but how does she convince you, a guy who can afford to have 10 assistants, to trust in somebody who lives in another state and is doing it from their house? Because she showed, she showed me how to get into the new form of communication, the Zooms of the world, all this of the world. From the, the employer's side, I don't need to have another desk in the office. I don't need to pay uh, various uh, insurance and labor taxes and various other things. And I get to reduce the size of my office. I get to work with other people. And she's, she's 10 times more proficient than a lot of other people. It's just like you guys broadcasting. You, know, you guys could probably do it upside down with your eyes closed. There's a lot of people who have these skills who we no longer need to be face-to-face with. But how can somebody learn from this conversation right now? If you're saving three hours of travel time every day now going back and forth to work because you're home, don't treat it like Saturday. Take an hour and a half to learn how to use software and play with the stock market because when it goes down, how do you invest the little money you have? Or how to uh, have better nutrition or work out or learn to be a virtual assistant or learn to grow your Instagram and following so you can uh, sell products and things of that nature. Use this time the most you can because no matter what, this time is yours, and something like this is going to happen again, whether it's 9-11, whether it's the 08 crash, whether it's the dot-com bubble. This stuff happens every five, six years, no matter what, in one form or another. Not as bad as this, but one form or another. Right, and be prepared for it. You're, you're absolutely right. Use this time. Most people are just pissing it away, uh, binge-watching movies on Netflix, but you can use this opportunity to turn things around. I know this is probably something you won't have enough time to do because you have a lot of interviews and stuff. But if you can give my little friend Spanish, my executive producer, some advice here. Talk about somebody who needs a power shift lesson. He's worked, how long he worked here? Ten years. My executive producer went in uh, to go and get a raise. They offered him a terrible raise. Yeah. And he uh, and he turned it down. That's right. And then they just let him hang on it. Now he's just stuck without it. He went in there and presented a pretty good argument. He's great at his job. We're number one in the market. But he's stuck in this limbo thing. How do you get out of a limbo spot for a guy like him? Well, first of all, never turn down a raise unless you're ready to leave. You should have taken that raise level and, and that raise, the potential raise, and go and leverage it and start shopping other places. But never turn it down unless you're ready to leave because you know a lot of people think when you're offered two more dollars, it's two more dollars that nobody else is offering. If you don't think that you're uh, they're giving you worth your value, how are you investing in being a producer? other things on other people's podcasts, your own podcast. How are you outsourcing what you do to other people? Because podcasts are the largest growing market right now. How are you doing that and offering that skill to other people? But I would have never turned down that raise at all. Ooh. I was ready to bounce. Uh, he's right. You're, and you're, you know what? Actually, after talking to you, I don't even think he's that good anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's no. completely turned around. <laughs> Uh, listen, I think you're. I think you're obviously a super intelligent, very interesting guy. We love watching your personality, and I bet that you know you on TV, and I bet your book's written the same way. It's called Power Shift: Transform Any Situation, Close Any Deal, and Achieve Any Outcome by Damon John. Who? Uh, how long do you think Shark Tank's going to go on for? Ooh, I don't know. Hey, listen, we moved back because of our uh, our audience. They convinced ABC we moved back to Friday night at eight p.m. I don't know. This thing is going on. London, the Shark Tank that airs in London is called Dragon's, and it's going on the 17th year. So 
You never know. Um, Barbara one day said to me, she said she's literally going to die in the chair. <laughs> because uh, it's, it's going to go so long. So, um, But you know what? We're really happy because we help people with their dreams and uh, and, and, and be able to, uh, you know, help other people. So hopefully it goes on for another 10 years. And if not, you know, we, we know we've uh, we made a difference in America. Well, we love, and yeah, you've crushed a lot of people's dreams. We love it. Damon John, the new book, Power Shift. Check it out. Appreciate